0: Welcome to Getting Sports With Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Solzy. Kendall. Mock. Sheen Washable. And J-Mark. It's machine Washable. How do you forget every week? Because it's not. It, it is. You're a household appliance. Everyone knows <laughs> it. Anyway, <laughs> starting lineups. Souls, start us off.
1: I got the Goose Fest Beer from Chicago. Not pumpkin.
2: First of all, no one knows about that right now. <laughs> <Chicago>. <laughs> uh, I have Bass. It's the world's first pale ale from New Hampshire. Not England. (laughs) Are you sure it's not imported in New Hampshire? It could be. I've never really learned English that well. (laughs) Excellent.
3: I am drinking the A for Effort IPA from the Abandoned Building Brewery.
4: And I've got a nice growler here of Road to Ruin by Two Roads in Stratford, Connecticut. Nice local beer. Oh, yeah.
0: And I also have a Goose Island beer, the Juicy Double. So high five for Juicy Double
1: and Fest Beer. Uh, Wow. Toast of Excellence? Yeah, we're going to shout out to the Cleveland Indians who have won their 20th win. In yeah, pretty a row. incredible. Hot damn. Yeah, that's, that's Without Andrew Miller and Jason Kipnis.
0: Pretty Hot. impressive. So, gentlemen, toast to Excellence. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Mock late to the game. I love it. That's okay. It works. His mine didn't really make the sound. We haven't really figured this thing this thing out yet. Once we started drinking from bottles,
3: my fingernails <laughs> totally
0: slipped off the tab. We gotta start shotgunning these to start the show or something. <laughs> uh, shot trivia. I believe um Kyle had the shot the, the shot last time. Therefore, asked the question, and Machine Washable has been uh honored with this. Gross shot that Kyle has concocted.
3: There is a lot of food in the now, bottom remember this. the
0: rules. No smelling. Well, After no, you, I can smell it now. No, you no, smell no. it. No, you can't smell it. You have to do the shot. And then you guess what's in it. We've never smelled before the shot.
4: That's not true. It's
0: 100% true. That's
4: not true. I think That's awesome. the last show, Kyle did. But Kyle, we it. Kyle, Kyle smelled did, it.
0: Kyle did it one time, but we yelled at him for it. I also don't Here's know why. My...
4: If you smell it, you still have to do it. So, I mean... It...
0: <laughs> no smelling. That's the rule. No smelling. You take the shot, you... To guess what's in it, and then, Kyle, you have to have a name for it so be prepared. Oh, it's, it's good. All he's right, going <laughs> to He's ready. So, Mock, please grace us with your uh, disgusting shot uh, while he does that. Kyle, are you excited for this? Oh, I can't wait. And, uh, <laughs> he is 0-2 this week. I, uh, I hate you. Uh, that's a reference to the fantasy whooping that uh, Kyle put on Mike Mock as well.
3: Yep. Thank you, Le'Veon Bell, by yeah. the way. Thank you.
0: Go ahead. Do your, do your shot. We're all looking on anticipantly here. Uh,
2: oh, come on. You didn't get any of the sediment.
0: Oh, man. Look at that face. That's a good face. Are we going to get I, some volume oh on God. the mic? Volume I mean, on the mic? No. He's no. going to
2: pull through. Uh, he, left some,
0: your he, he left some for later, too, which is exciting. That
2: is horrible.
0: Any uh, any care to take any guesses as to what's in it?
3: Is there tequila in there? No. No? That's, That's funny. I thought there was tequila. I, I don't know. I don't
1: know. Right. So, so those were just Kyle, team. do you know what's in it? Um, I know it's in it, but I forgot the name. Jeff, help me out. It's uh, Jefferson's Ocean. Jefferson's <laughs> Ocean. And Yellow Mustard. Ooh. Nice, so, oh, nice 112 that, that... proof bourbon and some yellow mustard uh, with the name? French's Seas. French's Seas? <laughs> <C's. laughs> just
3: combine <them>. some. <laughs> wow. You're good, for, you're good for a good laugh, Souls. <laughs> Kyle, I, I tell you, touche.
1: That was good. That you, was good. A, a two ingredient oh, shot. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, now finish it, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, that's horrible. It, bro.
1: <laughs> You don't, you don't leave Kendall,
0: liquor around with Kyle it. in sight. You
2: know, I would like to try it. By no, all means. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, by all means.
2: We got some uh, some need... extra left yeah. over here that uh, So I finish. can have all the sediment. Yeah, Kendall, you love, you love mustard. mustard, though. I do. Go
0: ahead, come on. Right. Tilt it should, should I just finish it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, here yeah, we go. All at one time. Let's go. Here we go. Now, oh I, I look at that! Just drip oh, down the glass, man. Ugh. It slides down the glass. He took that down pretty slowly too. It looked like an egg yolk at the end. So, what do you think, Kendall? It's not bad. You're a liar. You're a liar. I like it. You also like anything <laughs> that has booze in it. No. That's not
3: true. That's pretty true. Uh, so
0: that was gross. Um, yeah, that was. Do you have a trivia
3: question? I do. I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback and base it off the Cleveland Indians who are on this historic run. They are. Their third baseman Jose Ramirez leads the team in hits. How many hits does he have as of right now?
0: Oof, this is a not a question. Kyle, geared towards me. 185. 185 hits, that's your guess? He leads the team in hits? Leads the team in hits. Uh, I'm going to say 217.
3: 196.
2: 179.
3: Paul, you are the loser. Good. He has 163 hits.
4: It's not even a lot. I think he had a little less at-bats. Was he ever hurt? Oh, so see, I don't actually lose. I mean, there's still this time team. left, that's the thing. Yeah, well, so... That's you just worded it
1: wrong. You also had two. Uh, You're doing the assisted shot home no. runs. You're doing the shot. Next week. I said as of now he's
0: leading the team. You didn't hear the the you didn't hear the the fine writing rule. Um, mock always does the shot. <laughs> All right, so I have to do a gross shot. As you know, it the, the, really is the problem with our shot trivia is that you know like Mock really hated that shot, and now he's going to take it out on me,
3: even though I I'm had not. nothing to do with the shot. That's, I'm not. Oh, Look you at are the, the glass. There's still
4: like mustard just. I was Heased really hoping Kyle side. was going to lose that one.
3: I was I hoping he, to start a nice feud with him.
0: I wish he delved through the uh, spice cabinet. You could have put, like, a nice mustard seed rim on it. Put, like, <laughs> a salt
2: rim on the margarita. Mark, I feel as though you didn't get enough of the mustard. I got all mustard. That's okay, because mustard's, like, the worst thing ever. Ugh, that's not You're a rough. true
3: Yeah, <sighs> it's not good. It's pretty good. No.
0: Especially spicy brown mustard. Dijon, baby. Dijon. Had a uh, hot
1: dog from Duchess the other day. Pretty bad, right, that mustard. the place. <laughs> not the
0: place. Not the place. Right. Uh, so, so okay, you're clear. Producer Kendall has uh, picked the topic for this week's show. So, would you go ahead and uh, tell the listeners what we're going to be chatting about today?
2: So we discussed the the title of this uh, segment for a while, and it's kind of a mixed review. I called it uh, "busts" or "blasts," kind of <laughs> porn show. <laughs> and the idea behind it was we're going to pick a couple <laughs> players, and we're going to try to determine if we feel they've had a successful career at this point, or has it been more disappointing so it's called buster blast by title only so we have compiled a list of uh seven or eight players looks like seven on the board we have eight players eight players across nba nhl nfl and what am i missing mlb very nice nice. we're not including the pga tour well i figured we'd do a whole show on that
0: all right uh so you know we got um we got football and baseball underway now Baseball's winding itself down to the, the postseason, so we'll we'll kick things off with them. So we'll start right off with David Wright hit the hometown for uh, Kendall right there. Any thoughts? What do we got?
2: So I I put David Wright, and it's kind of it's it's a bias for me because I feel as though I feel as though his career has not been a bust because you know he he leads the team in RBIs, doubles, etc. etc. But I feel as though his career has not been what the Mets have wanted, and I think the fans have wanted. So I, I'm on the fence with it. I think it's, it hasn't been a bust, but I think, you know, being hurt the past two seasons, three seasons essentially, and he's played in not even 40 games in each of those seasons. It's just the Mets have struggled without him. And now he's all his career is done. I, I, I don't, I don't see him playing again, you know, with spinal stenosis and all that. Well, but,
1: I feel like his, career has not been terrible. It's been really good. He, he said a good career. You can't take anything away. He is the captain. He is the face of the franchise and has been for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the injuries have played, but when he w- wasn't a prime, he's been, you know, the best player on that team. So I can't say that, you know, it's been a disappointment. I feel like he's always been the guy for the Mets.
3: I think as a franchise, they've been a disappointment. While he's been there, he was always like their Shot bright spot. Right.
2: But really, like but the he... funniest part was him like holding back his smile. <laughs>
3: you know, he was always the bright spot and was that spark for them. But like the rest of the team just couldn't get it together enough to you know get him the ring that he should have.
0: Really, that team is a disaster because of Jose Reyes. I want that to be known <laughs> right now.
2: I don't think so.
4: <laughs> we could do a whole show just listing everything that's been wrong with the Mets. I mean, David Wright, you're right, he should have a ring. And I don't think you could ever say David Wright was a bust. It's just unfortunate what happened. I think he falls into that
0: that category of player where he should have a ring, but he doesn't because of what the the ownership did around him, yeah. not necessarily his, his play. I mean, I, the argument could be made for every single player that's ever played that they could have had a better career. It's, I mean, well, of Michael Jordan could have had eight rings if well, he never retired the first time. But I, th- I think it's one of those types of things. I don't, you know, his play didn't result in him not getting exactly.
3: a Exactly. He he was always their, their guy. It's just they were never able to get the complete team around him. And it, it's funny because on paper, every year,
4: everyone's like, oh, you know, if they all stay healthy, they've got it. They've always had, like, on paper, a very good pitching rotation. A lot of young kids come up here and there. Everyone gets hurt somehow, some way, and it just never never Curse of the Mets. itself together. Curse of the Mets.
0: I think I think it's a completely different story. I think I don't think this discussion's even had if David Wright is healthy when they make the World Series versus the Royals. If David Wright was able to play, you know, it obviously wouldn't be prime David Wright, but he's always been very formidable in the field with his glove. He hits very well. Um, you know, like you said, he hits doubles and gets RBIs and stuff. So he's not just the the home run or nothing guy the Mets have had for so
1: you know mentality the Mets have had for quite some time now.
2: Right. I think I, I his don't, I leadership
1: think he, is also a big part of that team. Yeah. yeah I mean, like he's him being there, he's there is the like, backbone like, of that
2: team. In, in the, uh, sorry to That's, but, oh, Go ahead. Go ahead and, in the up, closing please. thought, I just I know as a Met, you know, his stats can't be denied. I just I wonder too what his stats are laid up against, like other. Third baseman and other players who played the same time as he did, like uh, I'm just not a name, like uh, let's say like a, like a Scott Rowland or something like that. What, 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 that that what was the played? same person I was thinking? <laughs> so I mean, like I don't know how Wright can stack up against a player like that. You know what I mean? Or just if, in general. If I
3: can ask just real quick before we move on, quick yes or no, is he a Hall of Famer?
1: No. no. But that's no.
0: not that's not because of him. That's because no. I of the i of, the Hall of I'm just. I'm just.
3: Yeah. No. If
1: he does get in, it be like five or ten years later on
3: i i don't think he gets in either
4: i don't think so either because i didn't think jeff bagwell was going to get in
0: i don't it i understand what kind saying about the stats thing but it's also a lot different like stats i understand how heavy the stat column is for like especially for the, the hall of fame and whatnot but i mean you look at it we said david wright was the third guy for the longest time because there was nobody else around him i mean when you consider that he still put up pretty impressive stats. When oh, you Absolutely. Consider if nobody's getting on base, you're not getting RBIs. You can hit you can hit six hundred doubles a season. But if you don't have anybody that can get on base, like the White Sox's issues has been for years, same type of deal, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, look at like look at Adam Eaton with his tenure with the White Sox. You know how many RBIs he'd have if anybody else in that lineup was hitting at that time? Oh yeah. It's so I mean his stats are skewed not by his own doing. So, I mean, I I don't think at the end of it, I don't think David Wright should have anything to not be ashamed of. I mean, no player should ever be ashamed of their career except for Um, Marcus Russell. (laughs) But like, bust. I don't know. I I don't think there's anything negative or there's nothing. I don't think there's any what could have been because he got injured at the end of his career. He's old. He's an old guy now in terms of baseball.
4: He'll be a coach.
3: He was also one of those guys. Everybody around the league, no matter who you supported, like everyone respected David Wright.
4: Yeah, he was a likable guy. Yeah, I don't want to compare him to Jeter, but in a way, he was the number two in New York. Yeah, well, so the thing, the thing too is, is like
0: I love, I love that you brought that up because it's across all sports. People are like, oh, I don't want to compare him to Jeter. People should start doing more of comparing him to Jeter or comparing basketball players to LeBron. I'm not going to compare David Wright to Jeter in terms of stats or productivity, but when you look at what Jeter did for the Yankees, David Wright did the exact same thing for the Mets. Absolutely. He didn't get the rings or whatever, but you talk about leadership, you talk about coachability, you talk loyalty. about mentorship, loyalty. That's what you know. Canerco did for the White Sox. David Wright did it for the Mets. Yeah, it's that's just how it is. So I don't. I don't think the word "bust" or anything like that used. should ever be used to consider David Wright's career. That's so my take on it.
2: So we have what on the list next? Who do we have Philip Rivers.
0: Yeah, Philip Rivers. Go to the. He just came off a pretty uh, impressive Monday Night Football. Well, you know, impressive, but not impressive. Didn't throw for a lot of yards. Seemed like it, but
4: you can, you know, it's like he woke up almost. I mean, he was pretty quiet. The Fourth quarter, staff. he came alive.
0: Anybody yeah. who knows Philip Rivers or knows NFL football knows the Philip Rivers story. So, Mark, why don't you kind of lead us off? What's your take on the on the Philip Rivers
3: career? You know, as a career, I think he underachieved. He he always was very good, had good numbers, but he. You know, when he first came in, he had good teams around him for a while, and they just were never able to, you know, get over that hump and get it done and get to like a, you know, a championship game or a Super Bowl. It's not always on him. I mean, everyone blames the quarterback, but I think he just underachieved for most of his career. I think he was should have been able to do more with what he had.
4: I think he's he's very similar to Romo in that sense. Yeah, there's you can't really say, oh, you know, they didn't do anything because they had Philip Rivers. They just couldn't put together anything. I mean his numbers are good almost every year.
1: Yeah.
4: He's right on the top with the guys, but it's just
1: Well a lot of it's too is like he never had a defense. He's always had a great offense. You know, he had LT, yeah. he has Keynovich Jackson. But he's never had that defense to really help them out. So in order for them to win, he would have to score thirty points a game. You can't play like that in the playoffs or just down the
4: only works one so, year out of I'm family. glad you brought that up
0: too because he's always had good teams around him. He's always had good talent around him, I should say. He did when he first stepped in, you said he had He had a good team around him offensively. He had a very stacked offense. But that's also... You're also talking about a time when teams weren't putting up 30 points a game regularly like they are now. Teams weren't throwing the ball all over the field like they are now. It
1: was a different game. So
0: their their defense back then was... You know, they were decent secondary-wise. You know, they stopped the pass, but they got run over all the time. And back then, running backs were not hard to find like they are now. So, you know, I'm not saying that he's not to have some of the blame, but, I mean, there's... You put Philip Rivers in discussion with the quarterbacks that haven't won a ring with decent teams around him, and i I, you know, I, you wouldn't call their season,
1: their careers, but also lackluster it is, and unachievable. Like in the early two thousand, mid two thousand, you faced facing Peyton Manning, Tom Brady in their prime. Yeah, the Steelers defense, who was very good at the time,
2: it was hard to get by them. But he, he's beaten Peyton Manning in the playoffs twice. Beat, yeah, but he
1: still had to get by Brady. He had to get by. I,
2: I'm, not, I'm not disputing that, but I guess we're going to second agree with Mach that I think it was kind of. A disappointment, if you will, because as a Charger, he's played well and is a great Charger, but when it came down to the playoff time, he's 4-5, and he's beaten Peyton twice, he's lost to New England, you know, that's the juggernaut, that is them. Yeah, but yeah, think about it, Peyton's record in the playoffs also isn't that very good.
0: I think we're having the same exact discussion about Peyton Manning if he plays for the Chargers. I 100% make that because Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yes, his his playoff record is not anything to to brag about. His playoff performance is even worse to talk he even about.
4: Joked about that during what
0: was it the uh, the SBs? Right, I mean, he's been Peyton Manning's been to what three Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. Four yeah, Super four, Bowls. Four, four, four. four Super Bowls. They didn't they didn't look that fantastic against the Saints. They looked atrocious against the Seahawks. He didn't play well when they, they, beat, when, they won it. when they beat the Panthers. I mean, he played okay, but their defense anchored them. And when they beat the Bears, they still had, they had a top ten defense when they played the Bears. I mean, and they also had an absolute stacked offensive weapons, way better than I think what the Chargers had. I mean, Ladainian Tomlinson was the better of the two running backs, but Peyton Manning had weapons all Marvin over Harrison, the Wayne. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was just
0: So I think if Peyton, I think if you if put Peyton Manning on that Chargers team over the
3: same duration of time, I think we're having the same conversation about Peyton Manning. I I think though, um. Peyton probably would have gotten a ring in San Diego. At some point, I think he would have gotten a, just well, one, maybe just one, but one I think thing he I would have
2: gotten one. thing I will say him. real quick, I mean, I, I tend to agree with Paul, but one thing I will say is division-wise, when Peyton started, it was different because he shared the same division as Tom Brady in his first four seasons or two seasons, one of the two. He's, it wasn't the four divisions that we know now. It was three per mm-hmm. conference. So he didn't have to play Brady twice. There used, used to be east, central, yeah, the, west.
1: Are you sure the Patriots were in that division at the time?
2: Colts were in there.
1: I mean, so I mean, I don't, I
0: don't think, I don't think Peyton Manning wins a ring if he was the Charger. If we're having that discussion, I, I don't think so. His defense, maybe now, like today, and I mean, given the way the Chargers played and the way that the, the offense played against a really good Denver defense, who's to say that this isn't Philip Rivers' year? I mean, he played really well. I mean, the one interception he threw wasn't a duck ball. That was, you know, like a terrible throw. Great play. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think you just you go back and you look at it. I mean, he's if he's not the leader in almost every passing stat for the Chargers, he's probably going to be by the end of his career. Also, the Colts and the Pets were in the same division really? for a while, yeah. And he's he's had success in terms of yeah. making it to the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. That's um, what I mean. Yeah, I, I, he's I just never... think
3: he underachieved for most of that. Not him personally, but as a whole. I think he should have been able to do more.
0: I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, the same could go, you know, the same's got to be said for Daniel Tomlinson then. Absolutely. I mean, he's a huge underachiever then if you look at it that way. Antonio Gates is a huge underachiever. <laughs> well, am I wrong then? I mean, there's no, no reason I, that Damian Tomlinson
4: think, shouldn't have, I mean. I just think he was cursed by the fact that he just wasn't the best guy. He, Peyton Manning better than Philip They just had better teams around. Him. He did great. Well, the same too.
0: Is if others great, he, did better. He wasn't the best guy, and even if they had a stacked offense, it wasn't the best offense.
2: Exactly. Right. Well, the only way I'd argue for Ladainian Tomlinson and Gates is because statistically, you know, in in their by in their position, they're they're leaders. Where Rivers is gonna, well, when all said and done, he will probably be somewhere in the we'll call the top twenty quarterbacks who've ever played. But Tomlinson and Gates will be in top top tens. Didn't Rivers
1: break his leg in one of the playoff games? He
2: did. He continued to play though. Was they, first did New England. they win? No, they didn't win. They didn't win. Right there though shows like. He's
1: got a lot of the heart. A lot of leadership no, no. that he can bring. But you gotta understand, like he what
2: do you know what team he was playing? I thought it was New England, but I'm not entirely positive. Either way, like
1: that's a tough job to face a Brady Absolutely. or a Manning. Just not like you gotta do that year in and
4: year out. That's yeah, he, been his career. It, it's much. gonna
1: be tough for them.
4: So I mean he might have his time, let's say in five years. He could be the the guy. Once you have Manning, Manning's gone. Brady will be next, unless he plays till he's fifty.
2: <laughs> do, do you think Philip
3: has five years left? He Stays healthy. Well, that's.
2: I feel like he hasn't. Have... He hasn't shown the the wear that I think a, a Ben Roethlisberger has shown. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But their offensive line has not really been that good either. I mean, in, in, no, that's true. In Phillips River, in Philip Rivers' career, playoff career, which has been you know I don't know what do you want to call it. I think it's like nine games nine or games, something yeah. like that. He's been sacked twenty times, twenty plus times. That's a lot for the playoffs.
2: No, that's true. I mean, there
0: was like I was looking at the stats for it. He's been he was sacked four or more times in five playoff games. You can't win doing that. <laughs> you can't. So I don't know. I, I maybe disagreed with against everyone else at the table, but I I don't think he
4: had a he's had a bust career by any means. No, I don't think it's a bust career.
0: I mean, I just maybe yeah, sure. I just think like
4: I said, he's like your bronze medal. He's just, yeah, There's he's just, been, guys he's been that are plagued welcome. by being the best, by not, by playing with the best. Exactly. Peyton
0: Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and on, and Brett yeah, Favre. didn't retire that long ago when you look in terms of P- uh, Philip Rivers' career. He, he, those four right there are, you could argue that all four of them are in the top five of all time. Jeff Garcia.
4: Jeff Garcia. <laughs> so, you, could,
0: you could argue right there, those four quarterbacks are four of the top five quarterbacks that ever play football. Philip Rivers had to play at the same time as them, and you know, and two of them in the same conference. He had to. play. It's just he was never the best team around him. It's a fair point. All right, uh,
1: this one might not have as much argument behind it, but Derrick Rose, his career wasn't isn't that bad. Like, yeah, he had all the knee injuries, but like, still rookie of the year, my thing still MVP. Derek,
0: my thing for Derrick Rose is is like a this is kind of like a watch out type of thing because it's last season proved. He's still able to play. Obviously not at the explosive level he was. I mean, but he was still driving he showed through. a lot
4: of flashes. You know, of he was driving
0: VPC. He was essentially doing what he did his rookie year with the Bulls, last year with the Knicks. It just wasn't finished in
4: dunks like it would have been. But you don't need that from a point guard. You don't you don't need but you had the speed burst to the rim, you had the moves underneath.
1: His defense isn't as good as it his used to isn't be. not good at all. But, but like you know, he can score 20, 25 points a game. Yeah. And, I
4: mean, and, he was on a team where they didn't coach defense. Let's be real here. As a Knicks fan, I want them to, but they won't. I mean, he was told to go out there and run a triangle. That's not but, him.
0: And he had so much success in his early stages with Chicago because they were a team that was always coached for defense and prided themselves on defense, and he was the offensive weapon. That was, you know, go out there, guard your guy type thing, but we're not, you're not here to play defense. You're here because you're going to be an explosive assist point driving to the rim, getting to the free throw line kind of guy. Um, it's too early, I still feel, to call him a bust or not, or say his career was just a disappointment in any way. I think it's really Um,
4: tough, too. Like, how are you going to say that a rookie of the year and an MVP is a bust? If he didn't win that MVP and he was just a rookie of the year, then okay, maybe you open the door to a bust, but he's proven He's also playing with the best player in the game right
0: now. So we'll see how that goes. And not to mention, it, honestly, the injuries don't mean the world of anything. People, who the hell ever thought Sean Livingston exactly. would bounce a basketball again? And now he's a champion. He has got rocks. So I don't think it's by any mean too early to call that a, his, his season of disappointment. I mean, it's obviously disappointing when you get plagued with injuries. Yeah. Like he has, especially in the NBA where anything that happens below the waist is, is scary and season ending almost all the time. Yeah. So. Like you said, he has the MVP under his belt. We saw a lot from him last year. I mean, he won the skills competition when he was younger. He won MVP. He won Rookie of the Year. And much like we talked about with Philip Rivers, in his coming up time, he didn't really get a chance to make it to the NBA Finals, but he also, you know, when he was coming up, happened to be playing against the Miami Heat Big Three, happened to be playing against the Celtics Big Three, you know, happened yeah. to be playing, and it's not like in the NFL. You play all these teams. all. You play them all year. So, he, you know, he was playing against Kobe and the Lakers. when they, I mean, they weren't good at the end, but they were still decent through the time. The magic world was
4: a kind of a problem. So, he's going to have a real good chance this year. I mean, he's playing. You play with LeBron James, you're you're in the playoffs. That's a given. You have your opportunity there. And especially, you know, we don't know if Isaiah Thomas is going to play. Was he out for, like, the first half at least? Maybe. It's it's a big question mark. So, I mean, he's going to get he's his He's going
0: to get breaks. a lot of help. He has the potential to be the greatest comeback player, in my opinion, in almost any sport. I want to see it because I mean, now he's playing on a team where he doesn't have to be the scorer. He doesn't have to be explosive and drive to the rim all the time. So his his legs are not at as much jeopardy. He has if, the chance. He has the chance to become a, a dish and shoot kind of guy. If he comes off the bench, it'd be even yeah. more. Because I mean, his his shot has improved, especially since yeah. injury. His passing has improved since injury. You know, he's learning to play more conservative. Playing with LeBron yeah. sure helps. J.R. Smith shoots the three. Mon Schumpert can shoot, play defense type thing. So he's got a good cast around him. Actually, LeMond got traded. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you 100% sure? <laughs> to where? Falcons. Lions. <laughs> I think yeah, I think he has the potential to actually turn his whole career into, like, a huge comeback scenario. said, too, especially playing in Cleveland. Well, negate the championship aspect, too. That's the thing. Forget the championship thing. He can come out of this, and he could
4: very easily average a double-double a game playing in Cleveland.
3: That's right. Like, there's no pressure on him there.
4: He said and I, I'm pretty sure he said something similar to the lines of, I would die on the court. Like the, He <laughs> wants to play basketball. He wants to win. He's well, got to make the it happen. heart on a, <laughs> almost anyone in the NBA. I
0: mean, how many players come back from those injuries to play? Any, Any sport, sport, At really? a veteran minimum, too. It's a shame. And he stayed fairly healthy last year. Yeah. I mean, no, no he big snowshoes for a game. 15, that was 20 20 games. He went MIA for a game, but whatever. <laughs> That's not injury-related. So... I mean, Decker is a little tricky. It's, he's still got a lot of basketball potential in him. Um, he's still young enough, so. But I think I think there's a lot of promise in it. And I, I, I don't know if he if he goes down this season, say he tears his ACL again and he's out and he just decides never to play again. I think he, the fans, the organization, you know, the teams. I think they're disappointed for his luck, more yeah. or less, not for what he
4: produced because yeah. when he played, it's he played similar great. Similar to David Wright. Just yeah. David Wright was obviously, I'd say, more of a face for a longer time than Rose. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same. It's more of a heartbreak than it is a bust. I agree. Michael Rosenbaum.
2: Uh, we have a board in the studio. <laughs> I wrote his name totally wrong. We yeah, tried looking spelled, him up. He butchered the spelling <laughs> of it.
0: Michael Michael Rosenbaum is a little tricky. I don't. It's tough. He's one of those players. So you know, he's 39. He's been playing, you know, as long as we've pretty much been alive. Um. <laughs> He was drafted by the Penguins in, God, I don't remember what year, 95, 95 96, somewhere 95. in that area. Um, 96. He's still a member of the Chicago yeah, Blackhawks. like I said. The guy's won two championships, but he's his defense has always been very good. He plays great defense. He's a heart of the team. But, I mean, he doesn't contribute in what stats he'd show, which is
1: kind of hard to measure a player that way. I don't know. Kyle, what do you think? I don't know. Well, for a defenseman, he had over 300 points. And it's for defensive that's not like too, like it's pretty good. It's yeah. not great, but it's right.
0: It, it's hard because hockey is lucky that it's kind of stayed away from the stat horness that all the other yeah. things in the world like to be a part of, MLB and all that stuff. That's ESPN, but it really is. <laughs> in, in, the, in the NHL, you have players that are for defensive purposes, you have players that you know are out there to produce offense. And there's defensive players that are out there to play defense, and they don't they don't score. He's a glue guy. I mean, Duncan, yeah, Duncan Keith for the, White, for the White Sox, for the Blackhawks, he puts up a good amount of points because of the assists because he, he can pass very well into the offensive zone and whatnot. But that's not Rosenwald's goal. Rosenwald's goal is to sit in the back of the blue line when they're on offense and be ready to break down defensively and play defense. That's what he's there when he's on the ice to do. And you'll notice, you know, in hockey, they make switches during the game. You'll see him come. He'll he'll when the team's breaking off, offense, he'll skate off. He's not there to play offense. And when they're breaking back down, he'll jump off and play defense. That's his role. So it's it's kind of hard. I don't know.
1: with well, his type of player, though, I think he's had a pretty good career.
0: It's one of those. He's had a he's had a pretty decent career, and it's had a very long ten year career. Hockey players obviously play much longer than a lot of other sports do. And honestly, I don't know how, because it's more contact than any other sport. Because they're
3: all psychopaths. They're not all (laughs) psychopaths. You've got to be a psychopath to play hockey.
4: That's
0: not
3: true. Does he have teeth? Yes. (laughs) All right. He's not a fighter. He'll fight if he
0: needs to, but he's not a fighter.
3: That's something, though, like you said, the longevity. I think that's something in any sport I respect more than anything. When someone can play at a high level for a long time, that's so hard
2: to do. So to me like that's that's such a like respectful craft now I'm not as we know any authority on hockey. Oh, I don't say that, <laughs> <laughs> but I've looked at the stats and you know I'm interpreting it for what it is and I feel as though it's good, but I feel as though the Blackhawks could have won twice without him. I think the offensively they you know they are good enough to win without him. I think he has two championships just for, for being on the roster.
0: Well, one of those championships they did win without him, more or less. He got injured very early in the playoff hunt, um, and went down, and they went without him. But it's it's kind of hard to say because he went down and they didn't want to sign anybody else, so they only played essentially three defensemen the whole playoffs. So Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook, for example, you know, they average we'll call it somewhere to twenty-five minutes a game. In the playoffs, Duncan Keith averaged 44 minutes a game that that whole playoffs, and then they won the Stanley Cup. That's a lot of hockey. You're on the ice for two thirds of the game. Yeah, we when that happens in football, that's when you see games end 48 to 12, and it doesn't doesn't work out. It's tough. I mean, he's he's one of those people. He's a key pivotal player because he just plays solid defense. He always knows where to be. He's always in the right spot at the right time. Much like the Blackhawks, the same reason they had Nicholas Johansson. Kendall, uh, Kendall, you can go ahead and spell that one on the board for me, too. Um, I'll give you a hint. It starts with an H. Not, I don't know. It's tough. Yes, they probably would have won both Stanley Cups that he was there for without him. I don't know. It's tough. He had his most productive years as a Ranger, offensively, anyway.
4: I don't. He might have, but, I mean, you guys needed him for defense. I don't know what line he played on. I can't. Um, Second. Second, second line. Second to third. So, I mean, for me, that's something that... Gets overlooked. Like it, it's one of those guys that he's he has one job and that's defense. He's not going to go out and score. You don't need him to go out and score. The re- the reason I think that his career was
0: as good and as long it is, as it is is because he doesn't make mistakes. That's the thing. He's not he's out there. He's not going to make the big miraculous play that's going to win you the game. But he's the kind of guy who's going to kneel down in front of a Shea Weber slap shot and take it to the chest because that's where he's supposed to be and that's what he's going to do.
3: That that kind of circles back to my: you have to be a psychopath to play <laughs> hockey. <laughs> no way! What are you talking about? These
0: kickers—what about kickers in the NFL? They ought to be psychopaths. They got people oh. diving at their feet while they're planting <laughs> in the know, ground. Oh,
3: cool!
0: <laughs> and baseball too.
3: What? do No, oh, these all these analogies are terrible. I I say that because hockey players would play the brutal game that is hockey for free. They they just love to play the game.
0: The, the that, other sports weird. need to take notice of that.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, yeah, you
0: said earlier, Derek Rose signed the veteran minimum. But still, how much is he making on the minimum, absolute minimum you can make in the NBA? Oh, for the NBA, it's probably what, like, like $3 billion. It's, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not $3 billion. It's like $3.5 billion. I do I him a successful career. Yes, the two
4: Stanley Cups help, but you have to look at what he does off the stat sheet, which yeah. is kind of hard I to mean, do. I'd rather have two championships than an individual award personally
2: yeah well i mean i hope you guys liked this this topic i mean it was kind of some indecision with it before but i, I settled in settled, settled in. in settled <laughs> into the spot
0: tough. i mean i think we picked we, we picked a rough group of guys to start with i feel we That's, did that, but we didn't i yeah. feel like cause it because just like david wright was the prime example like we all talked about and, and philip rivers too i mean they could have done so so much more could have happened for them success wise in their career Dude. But they're not. They're not, like, bums by any means. No. Like, you know, Jarius Bird. He'd be a good one to start with. Jeff, any thoughts on Jarius Bird's career?
4: Hmm. Uh, okay. I was really excited when the Saints got Jarius Bird back then. I mean, this is a dude that I'm pretty sure he led the entire NFL on interceptions when he was on the Bills.
0: I'm pretty sure he was considered the best safety he, in football he had at one point.
4: Very good seasons. And then all of a sudden, just like that, hes he's. Missing coverages, he's fallen over his own feet. Missing tackles, he's a free agent now. He's also, you know, plagued by the injury bug. Yeah, I mean, but he didn't,
0: he didn't, he didn't come back from injury with a with a wow. Like when he came back, no. he didn't come back and impress. No. He didn't even really show the signs of, him,
4: of impress. He, he lost his starting job before we ultimately got rid of him. I mean, he just fell off.
3: He was one of those guys that you see a lot in the NFL where they have a great, you know, two three seasons sign this big deal with a new team and then just fade out. Yeah. It happens probably more in the NFL than any other sport.
0: Well that that one year before he was signed by the Saints, that was one of my favorite years in football for my memory purposes. Cause two of the worst teams in football at that point in time were the Browns well the Browns are still <laughs> but the the Browns and the Bills and they had the two best safeties in football. It was just it was T J Ward and Jarius Bird. It was just it was so funny, like if you played in a fantasy league where you picked defensive players, you you couldn't wait to pick those players. But just their teams were so atrocious. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Producer, we have time for more. Uh, we could probably do one more.
1: Jared Weaver. That's who I pick.
3: Kyle looks like he wants to jump in on this one.
1: He's a guy that you know started off very strong. You know, top three in Cy Young. You know, 15 wins, 16 wins with seasons. Then all of a sudden, just lost all of velocity. Command wasn't there. He had nothing left. It's funny with Weaver because I remember when I was I was you know younger watching the
3: Yankees and every time they would go out and play the Angels it was like oh we got to face Weaver you yeah. know kind of chalk that one up as a lot he was just so he dominant
4: was very and, and
3: when we put his name on the board I was trying to remember the last time I even like heard his name
1: played for the Padres this year does he really he did
3: he's still he in got the cut. league
1: he got
3: wow that's what I mean. like I can't even remember the last time I like heard of him doing anything and I just remember him being so dominant yeah
2: it's it's tough. That's what I say. Like, so I mean, he, he's had longevity, you know. I mean, like
1: pitchers in the major leagues are different because one that like their arms—you never know when they're going to die out. Yeah, that's true. They, you know, one minute you could be throwing ninety-five, then you could be throwing eighty-eight. And it's funny because some pitchers can get that
3: dead arm and then come back from it. We saw Lester do that. Lester had like that they, dead arm like for two pitchers. years. One year
1: he was throwing a hundred and something, and then it's all of gone. a sudden he's throwing eighty-nine, ninety. Yeah, it's like what happened in like a year. Was so it fair to say his career is kind of a disappointment? No, because, you know, he had the playoff runs. He had, you know, great seasons. He just kind of suffered from the physical fatigue of the game. Like the three, four years. It happened like three, four years ago when he started to lose everything. I've always been a fan of Jay Weaver. Kind of like Tim Lincecum,
4: which would have been another good name on here. I mean, Tim won the awards, but Weaver was always a top pitcher. No team wanted to face him. No. Like you said, I I do remember that time, too.
1: Like you go from 95 to 80. You know, it's just a big drop-off. Very pitchers weren't moving
4: them. either. They got flat. He just, it's like he lost everything he had. He lost
1: the touch.
3: It just happens. Some pitchers, like like you said, Kyle, they just, overnight, it's just
1: gone. Like, like some Nerof pitchers, can, only take so some pitchers can adjust to, you know, throwing 88. Look so pitch, at Jamie Moyer. Yeah, and like Pedro, he was able to adjust. Guys like Jared Weaver and Tim Lincecum couldn't get people out throwing an 89, yeah. 90. They used to rely on throwing 95, 96, 97.
0: Beating people with heat, not location. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kyle, you know a thing about that, right? Uh, I'm all about location. <laughs> it's <the> thunder, from <laughs> thunder from down under Kyle, what's your top speed ever that you've you've ever sixty seven? False. Sixty seven. No, false. Sixty seven? I'd like, the, like to maybe test.
1: over it. The top. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd like, the like to test from this. down I mean, under like fifty nine.
3: <laughs> I'd like to test this. Let's let's set it up. We'll record it and post it for everybody to see
0: i'd love to do things like this like i'd love to have like a like for from us like in a group i mean time's winding out so we should try to we should try to do it this year if we can like just take like a Saturday or something, go to like a like a local high school like park or something like that, or, or a baseball field or something. You should have like an all sports kind of thing. Decathlon. Right. Like we should. just, like We can see who like kick a soccer ball the farthest, who can punt a football the farthest, who can throw the farthest pass, throw the fastest. And it, the reason, the real reason I want to do it is because I mostly want to see Kendall's throwing motions.
4: <laughs> oh man, and I, I want to see the fundamentals all around. So fundamentals. Like
0: the, like the football and stuff. Like he'll still he'll still get the football as far as he can get it and whatnot. But I really want to see him try to c- clock a baseball because it's so inaccurate when he's trying to throw as hard as he can. He'll, I don't think he'll get it anywhere near the radar. I will
2: say the last time uh, Solzy and I had a throwing session, this was like a year and a half ago. That was the most accurate I've ever thrown. I don't know if you remember that. No, no, no. <laughs> that was the last time I threw. Kyle was there. the kind of guy who, who's going to throw as hard as borderless.
0: he can and take out the speed gun because he just can't. He can't hit the target. <laughs> so that would be interesting. Be reviews. I see we have two people already chugging beer through to get rid of them. <laughs> right. uh, I, I know it's not juicy, but what do you
1: think? I'd, I'd feast on this again. <laughs> nice. Excellent.
2: <laughs> did, did you like it, though? Yeah, oh.
1: I'd feast on it again. You'd feast on it again, okay. What do you What do you think about
2: America's first, or uh, the world's first pale ale? See, it's not feast? Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I love bass. I like bass a lot. I think it's better, though, when we mixed it with... Uh, Riddler and I, we mixed it with Guinness, and we made Guinness. Guinness. and we made black and tans legitimate black and tans. And I think I prefer that better, but I like bass a lot. The uh the A for effort was very good. I'd give it an A. That's
3: stupid. I know. Pretty sure Jeff has already I'll said be, that. I okay, so so private I feel like stock I've coming heard your heard way. Something
4: just like that.
0: <laughs> mock will be taking a nice sip from the private stock for that porous joke. Um, it's, it's speaking of porous
4: jokes, Jeff, how'd you th- what'd you think about the road to ruin? And just put the accelerator <laughs> yeah, down stop. and go. The road's not ruined; it's good, excellent.
0: What a, you know? We should start writing a book on no just, realistically, just though, beer. The road to Ruins
4: punch. one of my favorite beers. That's why I got a growler. The
0: packs a good That's
4: punch. Pretty much gone. It packs a good punch. Oh yeah, you feel it.
0: The Road to Ruins one of those beers I don't really have that often, but when I because I mean I I like IPAs, but I, I tend to veer away from them. I like the like the juicy ones are okay because they're more mellow. Yeah, but I'm just not a big cop end. guy. I'm a big stout guy. But, like, every time I have one, I always kind of, like, forget how strong it is. And that's saying something. Cause, like, I'll drink Bourbon County through IV.
4: <laughs> no, um, you know what you're getting into when you open up a road to ruin. No yeah. speed limits. Oh, God.
2: He <laughs> <laughs> built himself up and derailed. Uh,
0: the juicy double from uh, Goose Island. I mean, I can't really sum it up any better than Kyle could. It's
1: juicy, baby
0: Pretty much the best way you can go about it. It tastes like to me. It tastes like a sip of sunshine mixed with orange juice.
3: Yeah, that beer is really good.
0: I believe uh, our household appliance machine washable has a, a shout out he'd like to
3: give. Yeah, we wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends and fellow show on the Leeb Sports Network, the Ring the Bell Podcast. It's similar to us. I mean, it's a few guys they talk sports and whatever else comes up. You can find them on Stitcher, iTunes, and Facebook. So check them out. Do they also talk about a save by the bell? If there
4: it knows. comes up, I'll have to if check it them comes out. up.
0: Kyle, we're starting a Saved by the Bell podcast. You and me. Jack Morris, baby. Saved by the Bell and Mighty Ducks. That's all we're going to talk about. Uh, we will get a lot of views. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow us on all
3: social medias. Do it. You can find us on. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. We can be found on Podbean and iTunes and every day from 7 to 8 a.m. on the Leib Sports Network.
0: Don't forget to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily needs, whether it's drinking a juicy beer or feasting on mustard shots. <laughs> uh, from all of us here, Getting Sports for Drunk, I'm the hostess Cupcake the Riddler. And I'm j I'm Mock. Sheen
1: Washable.
4: <laughs> Terrible.
1: <laughs> I'm Kendall. And I'm the man of many names. And we'll see you next week. Take care.